0: Barney and Friends Barney Simon
1: Jacaranda FM
0: Sipo Hotsticks. open the door <laughs> Look everyone, he's coming through the door Brilliant! He didn't even open them
1: He's here Hey look everybody, it's Barney
0: What a legend, Sipo Hotsticks. My boy say with me until midnight
1: It is an ideal which I hope to live and to achieve. But if needs be, it is an ideal for which I am prepared to die, to die, to die. Arts and culture is just as much... Part of education as is science, maths, and so on. Sometimes we attach importance to just mundane, material things when we we could actually uh, empower ourselves through interacting with our own souls through music, and uh, we feel that music should be part of a a larger society. But we, are, we don't express that as as strongly as we should. I mean, for instance, you know that you go to. Huge to weddings, streets, and so on. There's always music around us, mm-hmm. but we have not enhanced that to create a soulful environment for ourselves. So I believe that if if we could be a country that expresses itself through, uh, uh, um, through arts and culture, then I think we're at a stage where the entire co- uh, international community will begin to realize that South Africa is so uh, endowed. Jamal!
0: Super hot sticks, Mabuse! look at the goosebumps! <laughs> hey, look at this! <laughs> Welcome, Sipo. Um, yes. How did you feel over the last two minutes listening to that bit? So don't, don't worry. We'll turn up your head. Are they a bit loud for you? Yes. Uh, okay. Well, somebody will run quickly and <laughs> or take them off yes. Unpl- unplug okay. them. Just leave them. All up. right. There yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah. Sorry about that. Quick, quick. Okay. <sighs> what did that feel like? Wow
1: i'm i I'm, I'm, I'm numb I'm actually stunned I don't even, I didn't even know that you had so much information about me <laughs> some of the songs that I've just had i've I haven't heard these songs for ages but you know what actually intrigued me is the fact that you had the national anthem well, you know <laughs> I, I don't even know how I did that. You weren't
0: out of tune, so don't worry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's actually very interesting because, you know, when you have all those uh, 90,000 people and you're not sure how they're going to react to the way you sing the national anthem and the, the enthusiasm and the response is just incredible.
0: We're going to talk about that a little later on, but we've got two hours. We're going to start from the day you were born, and at midnight we'll know exactly who Sipo Hot Sticks Mabusa <laughs> is. Um, I've known you for a long time now. We'll talk about that, and I'm one of your biggest fans, and I've always been. A lot of Thank respect, you. and you're just a gentleman and a scholar. Thank so, you Sipo, where were you born?
1: I was born in, um, in an area called Shantytown in Orlando West, And this is basically where most of you know the political icons were. I I I'm proud to say that I was probably one of the young uh, the little people that were brought to this earth by, Mama Sisulu Mm -hmm. because she was a midwife at at the shantytown clinic which still exists, and of course we moved from uh, shantytown to Orlando West Extension.
0: How old were you uh, when I was born back I mean. now? <laughs> was it natural birth? <laughs> <laughs> Caesarean? Yeah, uh, I can't remember. You I, didn't have your saxophone? Well, I, your I, wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't ask my mom that. You know, the term is
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how old were you? Any memories, maybe five, six years old, seven? What, what stands out if you think about it now? Is there a memory, a flashback that you always think about as, as a kid? Uh, you know your first memories. Maybe you were five and you remembered something, mm. or ten. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Yes,
1: that was a very very special. Uh, was a special time for me at Chantitán because uh, my introduction to music, my introduction to to drumming, was the traditional drumming of the uh, uh, traditional healers. You know, opposite my house there used to be an uh, a traditional healer, which we, and that uh, they. And that Emmanuel. You know, he, I think he he was always uh um excited by my uh, curiosity. And this one day he just called me and said, you know, I'll I'll translate that. You know, I I can see that you love these things. Come and play a bit. And I went in there and I that was my first beginning the first introduction to drumming, and I started playing all these, you know, traditional drums, and he was fascinated by my play. And, of course, my parents, who were rather more Christian-orientated, uh, didn't take kindly to that. <laughs> they were not quite happy that I had to go and play traditional drums. But then onwards, of course, as a little child, I became even more curious every time, you know, the, the spirits would be invoked to try and, and and do whatever they were doing at that time,
0: now the other kids in your street and i mean did they pick up guitars you know the little uh, did they play any instruments at no, that stage not at all. so so in not your area where you I was grew probably
1: up, the only uh, you know a curious curious young person uh, perhaps with insight uh, one could look back and see maybe that's where my my inspiration for musicianship came from because um, not many of the young people, many of the young people in the townships, were always uh, into soccer and pro- or probably going to the swimming pool. You know, or there, there was just a, a stream down. You know, opposite the swimming pool, would prefer to go to the stream rather than go to the swimming pool, and that's where how we learned how to swim. But uh, I was probably the only one that could. Uh, really um get into music and of course we had bands like the the Bogged Brothers which uh, groups from uh, uh from Alexander you know they've come around with the you know an artificial uh string bass you know, we used to call it the Joker bass drum because it was just a box and these guys would have a guitar and that little single string. How they made music out of that still remains a puzzle for me because they would come in almost every weekend and we used to love those guys. They made incredible records as well and we used to call them the Joker bands.
0: The other thing, uh, while you were still at primary school, um, what kind of music were your parents listening to uh, that you remember on the radio? The kind of music, because I know uh, you're a big Beatles fan, and we're going to play one of your favorite songs a little later on. But uh, the kind of music, Elvis, obviously. What what, what kind of music do you remember? My parents
1: never really listened to Elvis. Really? I know that my father loved the Mills Brothers. Okay. The Mills Brothers were, were were the big thing. And, of course, you know, uh, uh, radio was not like radio today. You know, at the time, we used to have um, what do you call radio fusion? you know, two boxes that were hanging up on the high mass pole, and these were to beam around the township. And uh, you did not choose what to listen to. You were, What you listened to would be chosen for you. So there was Zulu and Susutu. So if you're Zulu, you'd switch on to Zulu. If, you, if you're Musutu, you'll switch on to the radio Susutu. And you had two most popular, uh, you know, DJ uh, radio announcers. There uh, it was K.E. Masinga on Zulu and then uh, Henry Goratweu on, on Susutu. And both um would invariably play music which was tribal, you know? But it was fantastic tribal music because you had a group like the King Star Brothers. You know, we talk about Lady Smith like Mombasa today. But there were groups that that existed even before that. I mean, the Kingstar Brothers. I think this is where you heard songs like uh, Imbobe, Solomon Linda's band, mm-hmm. and of course, in this Sutu program, you would hear groups like the Manhattan Brothers, Miriam Makeba, the Cats and Jama Kids. So there was just all this music that used to happen. But the Manhattan Brothers were the killer band. They uh, were the killer band.
0: So th- you were. You had to go into the street to listen to this music because, as you say, those big yeah, speakers. Yeah. so well, Was that twenty-four hours a if day? You, or? If
1: you could afford a box,
0: you know, I think parents
1: would would pay um, what twenty twenty £22, two pound two pound ten a month, mm. or twenty five pence. I I still don't remember the price, but uh, that's what you could if you could afford that, you could have it in the house. But in most cases, it would be something that you know was beaming outside in, in, in the streets. Even worse worse in, in other townships. You know, uh, Soweto was probably the township that always had a semblance of respectability from the authorities. Okay, because this is Soweto. But if you went to an area like uh, Brakpan, for instance, there you are, one single uh, uh, box, on, and it wakes you up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you oh, that's what well, that's what you hear. Uh, four o'clock in the morning, they start playing that, and that's what you you'd listen to, to to wake up to go to work in Brakpan. Of course, in the township, it's in the house. You knew exactly what happens. You had no choice. You know, it 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 was sort of uh, um, censored. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Um, Four o'clock, it's, it just switches on whether you like it or not. you just, had to wake up, Barney and Friends, Barney Simon, Decoranda FM.